Hi guys, so I wanted to share something that God, you know, the Holy Spirit told me yesterday that I felt was so valuable and so, um, it was so good, right? Um, I say that because in the past I had a tendency to, you will find that, um, a person's responses to abandonment is to, um, kind of dispose people and, you know, treat people as disposable because they're afraid of abandonment because they're afraid of people leaving them. So they leave first. So if I, if I'm, if I'm first to discard, if I'm first to dispose of you, then I won't have to feel the pain again of being abandoned by another person in my life. Right. And so you'll find that people who deal with um, abandonment issues, they will try to throw you away um, first before you have the opportunity to throw them away. And um, God said something to me yesterday that was so profound that I really want to, you know, um, share with you guys. And I want to share first and foremost that people are not disposable. We don't just throw people away as if they're trash. I understand that sometimes people are not good. People are under the demonic influence of demonic spirits. I understand people are, you know, narcissists. I understand people can be, you know, not good for us, right? Sometimes there are certain individuals that we cross paths with that are not good for us and we have to set healthy boundaries with them, but we do not, we do not, um, treat people as if they're disposable. You could set healthy boundaries with people without treating them like they're garbage and trash that you throw away. So, you know, sometimes we have to understand boundaries, how to set them and, you know, in what context do you set those boundaries? Because sometimes we think that we're setting boundaries when really there's a bitterness there. We we think that we're setting boundaries when really we're building up walls. We think that we're setting boundaries when really we're, we're being nasty and rude and mean as we're setting them. So when God says set boundaries with people, it doesn't mean get out of your character to do that. There's a, there's a, a context in which you have to set boundaries with people. And that's you set them while still taking on the character of God, I can stand firm in my boundaries without being rude and nasty and mean and sarcastic, right? I can, I can stand firm in my boundaries and still have character. So I, that's what I want you guys to understand. Boundaries is not you being mean to somebody just because you know they are, they don't like you just because you know that they are out to hurt you. They have a personal vendetta against you. That is not, that is not, um, that is not a, a legal or right for you. That is not a reason for you to then go and be mean to that person as you're setting boundaries with them. Right. I'm not saying that there won't be people that God will say, hey, you need to move away from that person where he will cause a divine separation where you no longer in each other's lives. Uh, that's OK. That may be the boundary for that for that specific person where you don't you just you just don't never deal with them again. Right. It doesn't mean that you are throwing them in the trash or, you know, it doesn't mean that it just means that. There is a there is a, a divine separation that had to take place. And God is, you know, and God did that. He will make sure that when that person, you know, if that person is saved that and they turn to him with that divine separation, that he will minister to them through that. Um, however, like I was saying, we have to be very, you know, we have to be be willing to go to God and ask him. What boundaries need to be set and what what are the context? How do I set these boundaries? Because I want to make sure that I have character as I do that. And you'll find that a lot of the times we, we feel that just because a person is under the demonic influence of spirits, that that gives us a reason or a right to be mean to them in return. But we're we're taught and we're told, according to the word of God, 
um, to overcome evil with good. Do not let evil overcome our good. Right. Do not be overcome by evil. Yeah. Do not be overcome. Do not let evil overcome your good. Um, and so that that's not even what I want to talk about, but that it, it just ties into something that God told me yesterday that was just so profound and I'm going to share it. Let me go to my notes. Okay. Um, and so he says, um, anyone who will throw away something that can be fixed just because it's broken at the moment is foolish. Let me repeat that. Anyone who will throw away something that can be fixed just because it's broken at that moment is foolish. God is the beginning and the end, right? I believe that God, he, I mean, he, I believe that. I believe he's the beginning of the end. He sees way ahead of us. He's, he knows our future. He knows our last day on this earth. He knows, right? I believe that he knows which people in your life will, which broken people in your life are going to be fixed, right? I believe that he knows which people in your life are going to turn to him, which people in your life are going to be willing to put in the work and put in the time and put in the effort and put in the commitment to be with you, to stay with you, to stick with you, to love you. I believe that God knows that. But not all of the times was I in relationship with someone who was always fixed. There were times where I was in a relationship with a person that was broken and I had to, and this was, this was a God given relationship. And I had to say, God, you know, how do I help this person? How do I, how, what do you want me to do with this situation? There was times where, yes, I did want to throw it away because I didn't see the finished product because I, I didn't understand how I didn't understand the value of something that was just broken for the moment, but could be fixed. Now, this is upon wisdom and this is upon instruction by the Holy Spirit. You don't stay with people that God is calling, calling you to get get away from. That's not the message that I'm teaching. That's not that's not what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is if you got a flat tire, you got a nail in your tire. Right. And it can be patched. Why would you go buy a whole? Why would you spend more money and go buy a whole new one when you can just get the tire patched? For a cheaper price. Right. I'm not saying the relationships that you are in that are broken, that can be fixed are cheap. What I'm saying is we are so accustomed and adapted to just getting something new and getting in something new rather than staying and be co being committed. And, and asking God, God, what part do I play in this person being healed and delivered and free? If this is somebody you put in my life, you you told me this is the one that I'm supposed to be with. This is the friend that I'm supposed to have. Then, Lord, you are you are all you already know when this person is going to turn to you. You already know when this person is going to, you know, come to a place of surrendering to you, Father. So what, what do I do in the meantime as you're fixing this person, as you're developing this person? And I think a lot of the times and I say that because I've been thrown away before. You know what I'm saying? You you see, you have a moment and you got to understand. Um, that's why it's, it's, it's up on wisdom and instruction from the Holy Spirit, because you do have to have healthy boundaries with people. But I also want you guys to understand that just because something is broken for that moment, it does not mean you throw it away if it can be fixed. And if God has 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 a um, has put this person in your life and if God has said, 
you know, as you know, you have to go and get instructions from God. As to what to do with your relationships when they when the people in your relationships are having a moment of brokenness. We have to we is it is are these people not worth acknowledging God about? And that's what you have to ask yourself. If the relationship is not worth going to God about, I don't understand what you're doing in it. That lets me know two things. One, you're not going to God about your own life. So that why would you even go to God about a relationship with someone that you're with or another person for that matter? And two, I don't really value this relationship enough to go to God to see what my purpose in it is and how can I serve in this relationship that I'm in. I just it's it's more it's it's more beneficial and it's not that it's convenient to just hold on to what you have, but it's more beneficial to you, especially when it comes from God to hold on to it and see it and pray, pray that person through that broken place and that broken state that they're in and wait to see God fix them. And whatever healthy boundaries he has you establish in the meantime, then do that. But I don't believe that you should just throw something away or throw someone away just because it needs to be fixed or it needs to be worked on. And God knows, God knows who's willing to come to him. God knows who's willing to surrender to him. And he's not going to have you discard and throw somebody away just because they had a moment. God is into repairing people. God is into repairing and mending and restoring relationships. But some of the time, half the time, people don't even want to go to him with those relationships. They've made themselves God over their own, over the relationships that God has given them. Or they're trying to make themselves Lord and God over relationships that God doesn't want them to be in. And that's why these relationships are failing tremendously. Relationships, marriages, friendships. We have to stop being God in our relationships and we have to let God be God in our relationships in order for us to see fruitfulness, in order for us to see the right fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The, a lot of the times you're seeing all of this demonic fruit, this bad fruit come forth because check, check the God of the, of the relationship. Who's the who's Lord over that relationship? And you can say that about a person's life as well. Who's Lord over a person's life will determine the fruit that comes forth from that person. If the relationship is stagnant, there's no barrenness. It's not going nowhere. There is it, always you get to a certain point and then you take two steps back. That's barrenness. It's a part. That's a part of barrenness that God is not barren. God is going to always produce fruit <clears throat> I know I'm getting on topic here and I hope I'm, I'm making sense but I just want to leave you guys with this anyone who will throw something that can be fixed away just because it's broken at the moment is foolish anyone that will throw away something that can be fixed just because it's broken at that moment is foolish. That is foolish. It's foolish when God is calling you to stay. And I advise you to ask God today. The question is, God, do I 
do what what do I throw away and what do I keep? Do I what do I stay? And if I am, if I do need to stay in this, if I do need to stay with this person and stick with this person, God anoint me to stay. Instruct, give me instructions. Because there will be moments in your God ordained, God given relationships where you have to choose to stay rather than throw away. I'm not talking about relationships that are killing you, leading you to destruction. You, it's, I mean, hello, get out of that. God ain't trying to kill you. He don't want you to die in, in nothing. I don't, don't, please don't take this message and then go sit up there and try to stay with the person that you know is not right, that you know you need to get away from. Don't do that. Don't go and try to be friends with people that you know leading you down a path of destruction. That's a, that, I mean, that's just, that's really just, I mean, just <laughs> common sense, I guess. But, um, yeah, these are for relationships that with, with people that God has, has put in your life. And you know that God is, is calling you to stay and to stick with those people. And sometimes you will have to stay and the boundary will be separation and you will just have to pray. As you're separated from that person, when separation is just, I'm not in that person's presence. I'm not in that person's everyday life. I'm not in that person's personal space at this moment because I had to take a step back and allow the God to cause a separation and let that separation be the boundary while I, while I pray for this person and while God has his way with this person so that when we come back together, there is a, a new thing happening. God can give you a new relationship with the same person. I, I know that to be true in my own life. Amen. So not all the time do you need to throw away. Sometimes you just need to stay and you need to stay. You need to be alert and you need to pray. You need to be willing to pray. You need to be willing to war over your relationship. Some people are not. And I'm not talking about you fighting over people. You're not fighting over a person. I'm talking about you need to be willing to go to war in the spirit for the people that you say you love. That's love. I see an issue. I see a problem. I see something rise up. I go to my father. I say, God, what is going on with that person? I go and I, I go to my father and I say, God, what is the strategy and prayer for this situation that this person is going through? Because I love them. OK, God, what is this? How can I be there? How can how can I what do I what do you want me to do? Amen. 